It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime! Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hi, we're the defective characters, three guys sitting around getting to know each other. I'm James. I'm Mike. I'm, I'm Dennis. And, and we have a special guest. And we have a special guest. T. <laughs> it's T-Bird. Woohoo! We, that was it. That we was... don't represent any fellowship, organization, or institution. <laughs> we are all in AA. Woohoo! That's, that's <laughs> impressive. That's, that and, that, and that was that was all by memory. Yes, uh, we've been almost doing this for four years, and you have it all memorized. I, I like know. that. That was better than when I did it. Yours was atrocious, Dennis. It was, it was honestly, it it was as bad as how I, how I sound right now. As a matter of fact, um, yeah, I lost my voice. I'm sorry, guys. This is and and lady, uh, this is the best that we we have. Uh, I am excited though because this week is the anniversaries, six years for Dennis T. And James, congratulations. Hooray! Very cool. So that's what uh, this week we're going to be talking about. Why don't we start with T, since she's our guest, talking about the last seven days. I know you guys went on a trip that we talked about and how everything has been. Sure. My name is T, and I am an alcoholic, sober by the grace of God. In the last week, my very best friend in this world, uh, my husband and I, we went up to the Cambridge, Boston area to visit my niece who's graduating from a really good school up there. <laughs> and uh, we met family and we were up there for, let's see, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, I was fighting a little bit of a, a head cold that I still have. And it was just an amazing experience. You know, when when I graduated from college in 1995 uh, at a, a decent school as well. Um, I was not sober. <laughs> I had just started my drinking career. And so it was uh, definitely an experience for me to be on a school campus and just thinking of how blessed I am and that I can be available to my family and, and be present for the ceremony and the joys and the fun and and to be sober and to be invited to such a festive event. And that that's it. That's it for now. Did that did that flash you back, T, to your graduation? And like you mentioned, like I definitely wasn't sober at mine. I went to Chili's and had six super tall beers that were like three beers deep. So I, I had at least twelve beers on my system. I ended up passing out at the graduation and the <laughs> They were able to wake me up, but I, I just, I fell asleep <laughs> and I missed all of it. Uh, and that was my graduation experience. So I would think going to another graduation, it would bring me back to that moment. It sure was. And, you know, 
there's been other experiences I've had where there would be tears of, of sadness and self-pity and dread. And this weekend I had nothing but joy. You know, wow. I, I was actually laughing and thinking to myself about, you know, during, during my graduation, what little bit I remember of those early years, I don't think that I went to sleep. I was very confused about where and what place I was supposed to be to line up. And I remember helping my grandmother, God bless her heart, who's passed away, load the camera so that she would be able to take pictures. And unfortunately, because I was not a sober mind, whatever I did didn't work. And oh. so and, oh, we, have, we have no pictures from my graduation with the exception of a few that my friends gave me. So all the pictures oh, wow. that she took never never went through. And, you know, there's there's memories and moments and things like that that are uh, missed, you know, from the past. It doesn't mean I didn't experience them, but that was very much sort of a, an opening segue to very much of my drinking career was just, you know, being present for events and, and um, just different things that would go on with other people and myself. And I just don't have that, that memory, memory of it just in an organic manner. And, and on my heart, I don't remember it so much. And even my memory is not entirely reliable. And I know that that was something that was really hard for me to come to terms with when I walked into the rooms of at the age of 44. And little by little, some of those memories have come back. I believe that God's grace has opened up a doorway to the memories that um, were important and were monumental. And even the ones that I didn't like that serve a purpose. And so I have been blessed to just be grateful for the ones that I have. Yeah, that's great. Thank you for sharing, T. So my last seven days were, I've been cat sitting for the past week. So that's been nice, like driving to go see the cats and then hang out with them for a little bit. Um, other than that, I've been busy working on my project still and grinding that out and having fun with it and watching it grow very slowly and stuff. It's very, it's exciting. I don't know. It's been a while since I've been excited about working on something. So it's cool. Um, yeah. And I took James and Talita to the airport. Me and James are now officially friends again for the record Aww. because he asked me to take him to the airport. So I took him to the airport. Right. And then the day before he got back or whatever, he's like, Oh, do you mind picking me up? Because someone backed out and I like kind of hesitated a little bit. Not that I was saying no, I was just thinking. And he's like, I'll give you the password to HBO. And I'm <laughs> like, deal sold. So now, now, now we can be friends again. Cause I have HBO. And I finally saw the season finale or the, so series finale of succession don't do it don't tell I'm, us i'm not i'm not gonna say anything but i'm just it's it was a fitting end i'll say that much so oh you gave it, it a good end no not at all Damn it, I, think Dennis. It, I think it the ending fit the show it was better than game of thrones ending you're saying even more <laughs> whatever <I'm> talking <laughs> i would i but, i will say on the succession end so um i think more people still know the name than his name, even though he's been acting longer. Macaulay Culkin's brother uh, is yeah. in the show. One of his brothers is in the show and his, he's, he's a smaller guy, like his frame. He's probably like 140 pounds And the shirt that he's wearing in the finale. 
uh, people tagged that you can get it at Walmart. It's in the little boys section. So it's <laughs> I think that's funny. So it's a little boy shirt that you can get. Yeah. So if you're nine years old, I guess the shirt sold out in minutes. Oh, I bet. <laughs> that's Dude, awesome. It was I the love- blue one, if you've seen the finale. The blue shirt that has like the stripes on the arm. Uh, the short sleeve shirt. So funny. Yeah. I love Karen Calkin and he's like such a good actor. I think the first time I remember seeing him where I like recognized like, okay, I'm going to remember this guy was in a Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Y'all ever seen that movie? Yeah, that's good. I love that movie. But yeah, yeah, I mean, that was my week. Pretty good week, I think. Sweet. So I will find out today when we're recording this, if I am a official uh, soon to be homeowner of a house with the inspection period is seven days. And if the people don't back out and everything looks good, then at the end of the month, I'll be closing on a house that's big enough to house three kids and uh, my fiance and I. So I'm really excited. I've been, you know, praying that we were able to find a place and the, the house that popped up is fantastic and you know how like so many people say like nothing good came out of the year 2020 well that's the year that i met my fiance and also the year that this house that we odds are are going to be moving into was built in 2020 so you know i think there's some good things in the year it's just uh you know i'm grateful the program has helped me look at the glass you know more than uh half full you know, it's always usually spilling over. I just have to make sure I'm putting the right things in it. Um, so that was a big, cool takeaway this past week. Uh, I unfortunately lost my voice somewhere over the weekend. It, it started like failing and then completely went away uh, yesterday. And this morning was like awful. So hopefully I can get it back. Um, but yeah, everything's uh, good. And I think that's really like the big things, just appreciation and gratitude that I have this week, being patient and kind of waiting for um, a house that, you know, some people stress out if you're moving. I've moved enough times that it's a little bit therapeutic knowing that you can get rid of things that you don't need anymore and then just uh, take the things that you are using, you know, so it's very symbolic. I think of the program and fitting to talk about anniversaries since, uh, you know, two of the three main characters. And then also what, what did you say before, uh, Dennis, that we should say recurring character, a recurring character and family member of the defective characters. T celebrated, uh, six years this past week. So I I'm grateful for you guys. And maybe we could start with you T as far as some of the, some of the tools that this past year you've used to uh, be happy, joyous, and free and appreciate what you have today. Absolutely. So, you know, when I walked into the rooms of AA at the age of 44, I had no idea that the program was not only going to change the course of my life from a sort of health perspective, you know, no drinking and being more vigilant about what I put in my body, but just a whole perspective shift. 
You know, I remember one of my first meetings before I knew what all the readings were, somebody gave me the nine step promises. And literally from that day forward, I wrote a promise as a promise on almost all of my books, my big book, 12 and 12, almost every book that I touched or read or started to read because I believed with the other members who were in the room who looked like they were living not only a sober life, but a recovered life um, were doing. And, and so I believe that the steps of the program were real. I believe that God was real. And I believe that if I continued walking the course using the tools that a promise would be a promise and they would all come true. And you know, I think God is a promise maker and a promise keeper. And the tools that I use are those that help me to get closer to God. I think in the last year, if I really think about the ones that I threw myself into, I would say the six, seven, and then um, 10, 11, and 12, which seems like a lot, a lot of steps. Um, six and seven just helps me to be just so much more aware of the mental models and programs that I have and the way I look at the world and, and just helps me to become much more willing to, to discard some of them, you know, and just really going to God and saying, please defrag my brain. <laughs> you know, I just, I don't need that program anymore. More. It doesn't serve me any purpose. And one of the other biggest ones that I use is this prayer meditation, you know, for the first uh, five years and, you know, now and whatnot, I, I do prayer and, and meditation, like how I breathe. But I think for the first five years, that that 11th step one-on-one -on -one with God was very much me talking to God, asking a God, trying to understand God. And in the last six months, the shift has been more, hey, let me just sit with you, God, and listen. You know, I just, I just want to hear what it is that you want me to hear. I want to see what you want me to see. You know, God's like my, my, my friend, you know, he's, he's my buddy. He directs me, he prompts me, he gives me cool little games throughout the day to, to, to play, uh, to, to play nice with other people. And, you know, I just, I just have learned that my relationship with God and the people around me really depends on how committed and how much desire I have to be present and available to others. Um, I know God's taking care of me because he promised to do so. And he has one day at a time and more things than just being sober. And, you know, the best gift that I can give back is be available to others. And I love the color pink. And that's what I got. Awesome. Thank you, T. James? So for the past year, I've been doing really the same old stuff that I've been doing the last six years or five years before that. And, um, and I've shared about it a lot of times, these tools I have, uh, they help me get through the day. Um, the first one being to pray and do it in the morning. Uh, I do it in the afternoon. I do it at night. I help. I tell him, I ask him to help me stay sober today. And I, thank him at the beginning or at the end of the, the day. To, thanks for keeping me sober today. And I invite the Holy Spirit into my heart, into my workplace, into situations that I know might be a little rough or not my favorite way. 
I'm always inviting the higher power in to clear the way. That's a great tool. Uh, I've, I have continually do the four agreements, which I've shared that, um, you know, I don't take things personally. I always do the best I can. I'm integral with my word. And I don't assume anything. Those four agreements help me. And they're so basic and they're easy to say out loud. And if I'm ever, you know, worried or upset about something, I can go to usually one of those agreements and like, and I can be okay. Like, oh, I'm, I'm taking this personally. So I pray to God and I feel a little better. Um, I've shared at the beginning of the year that I wanted to meditate more. Uh, my wife can let you guys know that I have not been doing that. And she'll call me out on it. She's like, have you meditated today? And as I'll tell her, I, I closed my eyes and went to sleep. <laughs> um, you know, it's, I have not made time for that. And it's, and I'm only hurting myself. Let me, let me ask James. Yeah. So since is T still in the room, is she still with you? T come back, come back. Okay. So Hello, I'm here. I'm here. So what is James doing? Before you ask him if he meditated that day, is it usually in the car with road rage? Like, like what is frazzling him that makes you prompt? Did you meditate today? <laughs> well, usually I'll be one example would be I'll be in a conversation with him and he'll be open to everything I'm saying. And then I'll ask him a question and the answer he gives me has absolutely nothing to do <laughs> with what I just discussed with him. So I realized that he wasn't present for the conversation. He departed. <laughs> and then he returned uh, as if he had been present the whole time. <laughs> yeah, oh, but I that might have to do more with ADD rather than meditation. Oh, I have, it's, it's, it's possible. That could be that too. And I, I think, you know, I think the biggest thing um, for me is that when when James is aligned with God and he's meditated, he just is 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 very attentive. So even if you know he has character traits that he gets excited about different things, you know he's a really good listener and he's a, he's got a really good gift of discernment. And um, you know when he departs a conversation, <laughs> and I'm talking, sometimes he could return and we're at war. You understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh. We are at war, and I'm I'm not sure. And then I realize. Oh, you've returned. Well, join the party. This is what we've been discussing. You know. Um, uh, that's joyous. Yeah. <laughs> joyous indeed. So I can work on that. Um, I've started journaling the past week. <laughs> so that's really it. nice. But uh, that's only can I read it. No, oh. it's because I've, I've joined a, a discipleship group. And everything's online, so we can see when there's five of us and when other people journal, you can read their journal entry. And so if I'm not doing it, I'm like, I'm like the one who's not doing it and everyone else is. <laughs> so it's kind of like, okay, well, let's do it. We just read, um, like we're doing the books of the Bible. We're, we're starting on Luke. So one day you read Luke 1, the whole chapter. And then you have to write a journal entry and it's kind of structured there's an h-e-a-r um you hi you highlight one of the verses you like uh you explain what the verse is you apply the verse in your life and then you respond 
with a prayer. So, oh, Talitha has her hand raised. Hello. Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I realized that I, I didn't really discuss the 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 tools the way James did. He just did it so wonderfully. And <laughs> oh, it's too late now. I don't know if you can spare <laughs> a minute for me afterwards. And I, I can tell you. I can tell you. It's okay. She does that a lot. She's like, oh, your share was so good. Let me go back. <laughs> nope. Too late. Too late. So, yeah. um, Like, I really like to put the tools into very simple ways that I can use them. That's why the four agreements work. I also have the tool, the golden key. If I'm ever um, annoyed, uh, disturbed at anything, I can go right to God and put my thoughts on God and then I feel better. But I don't always use the golden key, but it does help. And, you know, acceptance, that's one of the best tools um, just accepting that this is exactly how it's supposed to be and there's nothing I can do except change the way I feel about it. That helps me a lot. And the other tools I have are, are being kind to everyone, compassion, um, and just, you know, enjoying life the best way I can. And that means smiling at people, asking about their day, trying to be a better listener. Uh, these are all great tools you know, now that I'm sober and clean, but I could only be this good at six years. So Dennis still has a day to go. Yeah. Nice. Dennis. I can't speak on it. Cause I don't, my anniversary is not till tomorrow. Can so I use Dennis's time? Oh, yes, you can get no. Dennis. <laughs> Dennis, no. you missed it. <laughs> Bye Dennis. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Dennis. T, T, your turn. So I was just thinking, you know, I don't know if I've actually thought about what my 24 hours looks like. And as James was sharing, my 24 hours pretty much does look the same. You know, I wake up and and I, I call out to the Lord, thanking him for a breath and another day sober. And I give my now I give my husband a kiss uh, while he's still sleeping. And then I get out of bed and I pray. I thought that was the cat. <laughs> and, you know, my, I, I still do morning time, uh, which is quiet time with, with God, where I, I read to him. <laughs> and um, I don't journal as much. I do journal when there's something on my heart and I want to write down my thoughts and submit it to him for review, I guess, in a sense. And then I do some form of, of meditation. I think over the last six years I've my constant contact with God is is because 24 hour experience so throughout the day I create moments where I can consciously think about God and I'm consciously looking for prompts he's giving me I think about the movie ready player one and that's how I go out about the day you know God make a way for me and direct me to how you'd have me be today and I do the prayers that ask me where I ask him if I could be of help uh, to put me in the presence of somebody who's still sick and suffering so I can be of service today. And that could be at work, <laughs> the most magical place on earth. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be in the rooms, you know, and sometimes it could be family members and uh, that service piece. So over the last couple of years, I've gotten heavily involved in general service. I had no idea how rewarding that would be not to be a part of, but to be around other people who just enjoy service work. And that has been absolutely amazing and so throughout the day uh, there's there's 
pauses that I can do to bring me back to the present moment so that I'm open and available to new intel, I guess, on how to look at the day. And I think, you know, during the last six months also, God's working on me with the brotherly love piece to love everybody, even if, <laughs> um, you know, I don't agree with what they're doing. And, and that's, that's a bit of a challenge because I don't always like the way people behave. And when I close out my day, I close out my day with God. I, I, sit with my little beasts as I call them and I read to them and I do my quiet time and prayers. And I, and I talk to, I talk to God and I do meditation. I do fall asleep and I set an alarm so that I can make it back um, to get, to get back inside uh, into my bed. But, you know, I, I, it's just, it's a, it's, it's a, it has been an incredible experience for me this year to walk and talk with God every step of the way. That is my goal, that 24 hours a day, I'm consciously aware of the present moment with God walking with me and everybody around me. So it's not about me anymore. You know, I have a purpose and it's just to love and be loved. And I don't even know if that share sounded any better than James's share. I wasn't trying to make it sound better. I just realized I hadn't really talked so much about what my daily reprieve looks like, my daily maintenance. But I, I'm just so grateful for you all that you've been um, holding holding this Defective Characters podcast out. It amazes me and it inspires me all the time. That's it. It's, it's been fun. And your your share was great. It was much better than Dennis's, which was rather short. <laughs> so, Dennis, you, you want to share next week? <laughs> uh, I'll pencil it in, but I can't make the commitment. Oh, my gosh. That's good. I I tell you, I don't know about you, James, but my back is awfully tired from carrying Dennis. (laughs) Oh, I just want to throw it out there. Dennis, I have your medallion, so please show up at the meeting on time tomorrow. It's from outer space. Ooh. I saw pictures of it. Oh. That is is so great. Well, I'm glad – uh, but let's keep it at that, honest, honestly. And Dennis, seriously, I want to hear about how picking up your medallion was and everything else next week. So don't think you're getting out of it. You're going to share extra. Wait, are you this. really not going to have me share this week? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I make one bad joke and I'm kicked off the show. <laughs> All right. We are the defective character. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. We're, we're ready. Uh, I don't know. Like, oh, yeah, my anniversary is tomorrow. So, like, this past year, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I think the last couple of years have been relatively hard for me. Um, just with my mental state, my anxiety and depression and stuff, and doing a lot of things. I think this year, you know, is when I got on the medicine and tried that kind of stuff, and ultimately it didn't work. So I just left it behind. But um. So I I don't know. I think the one thing that really stands out for me is one thing that I've been an advocate of since the beginning is, is service. Right. So like, even though I've gone to a lot less meetings this past year, I've kept my service commitment of help of setting up the room of the, our morning meeting, a a morning meeting. Oh, can I interject Dennis? Yes. Uh, We're in the, we were in the St. Andrew's room today. Yeah. And um, everyone I, left 
and no one um, cleaned up the coffee. But then I saw the Al-Anon ladies come in. I said, would you like me to leave the coffee for you? And they said, yes, that would be great. Thanks. Long story short, when we're done with the podcast, will you go clean up the coffee? Oh, my God. I set up the room (laughs) this morning. (laughs) But that's... You didn't answer my question. (laughs) Uh, The answer is no. I'm not going to go into the church and set up the meeting or clean up the coffee and stuff. Um, That's kind of a... That's kind of an issue (laughs) if it wasn't cleaned up after like we could get in trouble for that okay so whoever is at that meeting needs to be aware of it i know ray's out of the country so he's not doing it so this is a conversation for another time but (laughs) either way keeping my service commitments has and like doing this podcast and stuff has helped me stay connected you know have a presence even when I don't have a presence and then also like stay involved, but connected to people, you know, if it wasn't for like guaranteed to talk to James and Mike on this podcast once a week, you know, I might go some time without having these conversations that we have about recovery and about ourselves and our lives and stuff. And I might forget. I don't know because they haven't missed a week yet. So, so I think it's been a positive thread is like making the commitments and then for service and fellowship. And then even when things get bad and dark and you can't really do anything else, if you can still make those commitments, it keeps you in the loop. You know, I guess that's really what stands out for me this past year. Um, other than that, in the, you know, the last, you know, I do my normal routine or, you know, I say good morning to God and good night to God every day. And if things pop up throughout the day, I'll have a conversation with him or whatever and keep all that stuff in line. Um, one thing I'm realizing in the last, you know, I think the last couple of episodes I mentioned, I had a couple of, of episodes with my mental health in the last couple of weeks or whatever. And in the last two weeks, since I've been working on this project, you know, I, I cut out coffee again. I haven't been on Twitter or looking at politics or any of that kind of stuff. I've been making sure I don't watch anything that's too emotionally disturbing to me or whatever, like horror or anything like that. You know, I've been really on top of that and my diet and all that kind of stuff. But then working on this project or whatever, it's helped me stay in the day because my day's been busier and I've been excited about it. So other times where I'd be thinking and letting my mind drift into worry and discontent and, and that kind of stuff is now I'm thinking is like, Oh, maybe I could try this or maybe I need to learn this or, you know what I'm saying? So I think, uh, in the last couple of weeks at the end of this year, I've really learned the importance of keeping your headspace clean and having something positive to fill that space in, you know, within the parameters of what I can do. But yeah, I think I, I think that's all I got. Sweet. Well, 
you guys are pretty great. My, my, the, the biggest thing this past year that as I will, God willing in September is my anniversary. I'm just, I am doing my best to no longer put a question mark where God put a period. Mm. And I know that even if I don't see the reasoning behind it, everything that's being done at the time that it's being done is supposed to be that way. And uh, there's many times I want to kick and scream and be really frustrated. Recently, my boss has been completely missing in action and not doing anything. And there was a concert over the weekend and um, he showed up without his girlfriend. And I looked on this is girlfriend of like the last seven, eight months. And I looked at his Facebook page and he's no longer connected with her. So I'm looking at it and going, you know what? Maybe I have to give somebody else some grace, you know, like just because things are going great for me today doesn't mean that everybody else is going through it uh, and having a great time, you know? So uh, there was probably many days when I thought like, like, what is my boss doing? Why is he doing this? Why is he making things more difficult? And, um, or why, why isn't he paying attention? I'm working so hard at this. Well, he's probably going through something. It probably has nothing to do with me, you know? So if I, uh, just really appreciate that God's working in, in doing things on his time frame, it usually, uh, you know, improves my mood a lot and that's pretty much it. So since my voice is hoarse, I will make that a short share to close things out. Um, any last minute shares, anything else we want to get in before we close out today? I, there, I have a piece of metal from outer space for you too. And September is it? September 24th. Yep. Excellent. Yes. Awesome. Thank Thank you so much. T. Wait, I have something very important to say. Okay. And I forgot to mention it. Thanks, Dennis. Disney Plus has every I knew it. movie and television show by Indiana Jones on it. Yeah. And I, I watched the first three Indiana Jones. I, I couldn't let this episode end without mentioning that. Thanks. Thanks. Dennis. You're welcome. That. I knew You're it. welcome. We'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 195 with an effective character is entirely right to have all these character defects removed. Remember, a promise, a promise is, is a promise. And we'll see you next time. That was beautiful. Hooray! Woo-hoo!